Hello, you're listening to The Short Story, the daily podcast that will help you make sense of what is happening in STOs and crypto assets. My name is Stefan Lösch. Today's story is from Business Insider and the report that Sequoia Capital just closed a 40 million funding round where they funded an AI-based stock picker, could also call them a robo-advisor, called WISE. Now, this ties in nicely with my 10-year vision for fractionalization, uh, which I blogged about on Saturday. And, well, in some ways, this is the, the other shoe dropping from the Charles Schwab's fractional share trading story I talked about a few weeks ago. Links to all of those are in the notes. Now, according to the Business Insider copy, Vice uses AI to build customized portfolio for customers, automating the investment process for financial advisors and leaving them to focus on managing clients and growing their business. So essentially, this is a robo-advisor, but it is a robo-advisor that does not directly deal with customers, but it is a robo-advisor that filters their advice through professional investment advisors who then can focus on other parts of their business. Now, I'm not sure what those other parts of their business are if they're not giving the investment advice, but I would think that part of the issue here is that you might want to filter some of the advice through human eyes. And also there's obviously always the selling element uh, that is involved there. According to Visa's CEO, Sami Vasavada, um, he says, most advisors still provide their clients the same generic portfolios of mutual funds, ETFs, and investments that aren't at all to the client's needs. So I guess uh, what he's saying is, look, they're not doing their job anyway, so they might as well do their job properly, properly advise on investments, and we give them the tools uh, that they need to advise clients specifically. Now, this ties in quite nicely with a few themes that I discussed lately and that I in particular discussed uh, in my blog on Saturday regarding asset fractionalization and tokenization. The story here is that for a very large part of investors, the only choice of investing is generally using pooled investment vehicles, which most of the time will just be investment funds, mutual funds and the like. The reason for this are twofold. The first reason is an operational one. With every investment, there comes a fixed cost. For example, the investor needs to be invited to the annual general meeting. Uh, there must be sent the, uh, the report. Uh, you need to know their home address, their email address, uh, their bank account details and the like. Uh, these things go wrong. Uh, so you need exception handling. And so there is a cost involved generally with every single uh, investor. Now, because this cost is fixed, or mostly fixed, it means that investments need to be of a, a specific of a minimum size. Otherwise, the costs are just going to be too high compared to the investment made. In the traded stock sector, this is where the recent news of Charles Schwab and earlier of Robinhood comes in. Charles Schwab and Robinhood offer fractional share ownership, so you can invest uh, $10 or maybe even $1, I don't know, um, in a stock. But the, and they allow doing this by massively um, reducing the operational burden. 
I assume the reason why they can do it is that they don't really have stock investments, but effectively what they do is a derivative, uh, which would be a fully funded total return swap, which means you benefit of all the economic rights that come with the investment, but the investors would not get uh, any of the other rights associated with it. So they wouldn't be invited to the annual general meeting, they don't have votes, and uh, they don't get the annual report. Also, there is no problem with communicating and with emails or email addresses and bank accounts and the like, because obviously Charles Schwab and uh, Robinhood has those uh, on account anyway, or they even run them. So the operational side of uh, stock ownership has been taken care of for allowing people to hold minimum amount of stops. But there is a second problem. And the second problem is what I'd like to call the cognitive load. If an investor has, say, $1,000 or $10,000 to invest, they can't make investment decisions like well-thought-through investment decision um, with a granularity of $10 each. So generally, they would outsource those investment decisions to a fund manager who would take them on their behalf and who then also takes care of body operational issues. However, robo-advisors can help there. Robo-advisors essentially can be personalized fund managers, personal trading advisors, who present the investor with options, but the options are already being vetted. So the robo-advisor essentially says, look, they're all good investments for you. Either you even let make me make them automatically, or you choose them. Now, choosing them yourself can be a bit of a fun process, a bit like Tinder just for investments. So every morning you are presented with, uh, I don't know, five investments, you swipe left or you swipe right, and then this is where your 10 bucks for the day go. Or alternatively, the robo-advisor just invests on your behalf. So to summarize here, we're really creating a situation where pooled investment vehicles, aka funds, are at risk of being disrupted, because at the one hand, it is operationally easier to, um, to invest in small denomination assets, into fractionalized assets. And on the other hand, there's also a way of managing this investment process that works uh, mentally uh, for people so that they don't have to spend too much time analyzing um, all those stocks and makes it a little bit more fun and makes it a little bit more personalized. Now, fractionalization in the sense that we talk about it on the STO market really follows the same two lines of argument. So on the one hand, what we do in crypto deals with uh, so making the operational side of the process easier. So if we can do all our payments on chain, um, if our communication is intermediated by the chain, by the whisper uh, network that is attached to it, for example, and if the authentication works with the private key infrastructure that is associated to the chain, um, et cetera, et cetera, then that's another way of dealing with the operational problem of managing small investments or the cost there is down. So again, all we need is to deal with the cognitive load and again, uh, this is where robo-advisors come in and, well, I would hope that a robo-advisor that can advise on traditional shares can at one point also be made to advise on fractionalized investments, fractionalized investments in some a little bit more interesting asset classes like real estate, like infrastructure, 
um, like other asset-based finance assets. So overall, a really uh, interesting development and, uh, well, actually really good news uh, on the way to developing a fractionalization market. This was it for, uh, for today, so talk to you tomorrow again. Bye. Thank you.